Hey, everyone, whoever's listening, the one viewer that's tuning into this podcast. This is Academic Postpartum, and we're here to discuss what happens when we depart through that sleep. Today, I'm joined by the um, woman of the year, a photographer of the century, Flo Crook. She might not have won those titles just yet, but she will. Flo, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm also <laughs> blushing now. Thank you. Academic postpartum. Um. So Flo, what do you do? Where are you? Introduce yourself. Um, so yeah, I'm called Flo. Cool. My long name is Florence, but never refer to me as that. Otherwise, you get my fists. Um, I am doing a press and editorial um, photography course at Falmouth University, which is a really good time. Um, I also work on the side because I like shoes and food. Only food yeah, and exactly. shoes. Yeah, food, shoes, and socialization with people is a great time. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I live with my foreigner friends. So yeah. It's a really good time. Yeah. Yeah, you know, who would have known Portuguese and Brits coming along together? Coming together. You know? Yeah, <laughs> colonizers really working in harmony. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, we're going to talk a little bit about. Um, what are the plans after uni? You know, really cliche. You know, I didn't really do my um, research. Maybe this has been done already. Probably has. <laughs> the idea is very basic. <laughs> However, I'm going to give it my shot. Um, I don't see many people talking about it, especially mm. like the creative, the creative, yeah. the, the creatives. Yes. <laughs> Nobody talk about it. It's very like, you know, clouded. Mm. Do you have any plans? What, what do you think about that? Now you've sprung such a surprising and unorthodox question on me. I'm, I'm struggling to respond. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that when I'm done with uni, I would like to go and live in a different country. I'm learning Dutch on Duolingo. Duolingo the Owl has been my best friend through lockdown. Not sponsored by Duolingo. Not sponsored, yeah. but yeah. Um, if they want to, they can sponsor. Oh, exactly. Um, yeah, so I'm learning Dutch, maybe living in like Amsterdam or Canada. Not that Ooh. I've been to either of those two, but I think they're pretty creative places. And I'd like to become like a photography assistant and then work my way up, I think. Or maybe go and do a snowboard season. Because that's <laughs> ever so casually, right? You know, who doesn't <laughs> do a fucking snowboard season, right? Especially here in Portugal. It doesn't mean you can't have a snowboard. You know, it's not right. talking about right. what you're snowboarding on. Yeah, it's about the board itself. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I don't want to think about it too much. I want it to be an organic process. You know, that's, that's a pretty good plan. However, you know, people like me, people that, you know, people like me and you and everyone, basically, whoever's a student, mm. we are poor. I mean, some of us, yeah. some of us more than others. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like snowboarding, I'm just going to couch surf here for a bit <laughs> and they're going to be like, great sport. You're doing yeah. it. Yeah. Go on. Um, yeah. We went, my friend, uh, can't speak. My friend Jess lives in New Zealand and she left um, in 2018 and she's having the best time and she goes hiking all the time and she does work. And then on the weekends, she like goes hiking and camping and paddleboarding and, you know, oh, whatever, so skydiving. She's been skydiving and I'm like, <laughs> whatever yeah. people do in New Zealand, <laughs> you know, skydiving, <laughs> you know, volcano jumping, you know. And it just looks so nice and I'm like she doesn't have any pressure of like I need to work I need to have a career 
she's literally the epitome of a vibe, you know? And she's working, yeah. she pays the bills. Damn, you know, very, you know, my life say, um, rare. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, I think it's like the, the thing you mentioned, like the pressure mm. after uni. Yeah. I think that's what gets people the most, especially because like if you're in a, in the cre- in a creative industry, it's not like you're a doctor, you can just like go to the hospital. Yeah, Where the hell exactly. am I <laughs> Like where, yeah, there's no places really. There is not a place. It's not physical as it would be if you were like an admin person, was an I don't know, yeah, an accountant, yeah, you know. or a doctor or a teacher. That you go to a physical place to work those jobs. Whereas we, it's not so much easy. You don't just go to a, a fine art house or like a I don't know a dance museum i don't know do you know <laughs> yeah the, the classical you know museums you know pebble museums the you pebble know, you museum. that. yeah yeah or, you know <laughs> like librarians go to the library teachers go to school whereas we're like to the library to library whereas where do like i don't know where do the graphic designers go you know, on the couch. On the That's couch. the whole point. Yeah. No, just kidding. But basically, <laughs> no, it's right? scary though. Um, especially because like, um, you know, the Tories, yeah. and then we shouldn't be talking about them. Don't to that name. Hide them. Yeah. If you work in a creative industry, you might have to relocate your job. It's also bad. It's just ironic that uh, they were presenting this message whilst, you know, utilising graphic designers, photographers, models, artists, dancers, do you know what I mean? To portray this message. Yeah, it's like, totally. are you dumb? Are you dumb? You dumb? Are you dumb? That's like, a big issue, though. Yeah, it is. You know, not paint. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe that could relate. You know, I see photographers all the time talking about how people just want. Yeah, I just want to post. Like, can I just not pay you? Yeah, exactly. Exposure. I'll expose you to my fans. Exposure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you think that? Do you think you'll deal with that? Uh, yeah, I think everyone will. Really, I think you'll get like friends of friends asking for artwork or whatever, and then being like, "Oh, but I'm not gonna. Can I have a discounted rate? Can I just pay you a tenner for like you know a whole USB full of photographs or whatever?" Like, no, sir, I can I just get my wedding yeah. and I'll give you a, a fucking you know bubble gum? I'll give and you that's just, a, you know a chop a chop lolly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it won't yeah, even be a nice flavour. It'll be like the cola one that no one wants. It won't be the nice strawberry. Like beyond one. the, not even good. Like beyond. It'll be like like just moldy. Yeah, yeah like, like it's, last it's year down the back of the sofa. They're like, oh, this will do. Yeah, yeah. she has no standards. Yeah. yeah, but um, I don't know. Yeah, because we did this thing at uni, and it was like we had to price our own, like guess how much thing we should be costing our work and uh three whole coins three coins three bitcoins baby <laughs> and um i said photography if you're doing a wedding that's all day um i started at, that's a lot of money right yeah, i would assume for like a like a new photographer it starts at like 400 pounds uh because think how many hours goes into that and some people yeah. are commenting like 25 quid i'm like honey no 25 quid especially because like beans like weddings you have to edit all those photos yeah you gotta you gotta like cut out all the annoying aunties out of picture yeah exactly exactly. you have to edit it and like drive there drive back fuel your car like you have to dress like you're at the wedding you can't just come up in like flip-flops and a and a and a mankini <laughs> you know i just came from you know spoons i just came from you know, spoons and you have to pay for you know your kit and maybe an assistant and blah, blah blah the list does go on um i think the thing is with our career as well like once you are in there you've got your foot in the door you're probably 
going to be fine. But it's just like the getting there that's the hardest part. And that's why there's yeah, so much pressure I on agree. students because we are taught by really, really like influential people or people that are in the industry that are, have already done it, basically. And then they're like, oh, yeah, like, it's fine. Just got to really work hard. But like so many people are working hard. Where's where the money? They? Where's the money? The, the middle gap where it's before like the beginning of a career, mm. like that gap in creative industry in the creative industry mm. is like what is it you know you see fucking directors they talk about yeah i worked so fucking hard all the photographers like oh yeah i've been taking photos on my ipod <laughs> since 2012 yeah. and it's like cool but like when did you you know how did you get yeah, there exactly and and when they do explain it which is so depressing they normally talk about like yeah i had to basically not get any money for 10 yeah, years yeah that's so true that's so true um how am I going to tell that to my dad? Yeah. So that's the main, that's, this is what we're trying to figure out today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's a hard one as well, but it depends what your social situation is, like your mum and dad's attitude, what they want for you and all that rubbish. And then also like what you want as well. Like, will you be happy, you know, painting on the side of like, I don't know, working in an office or something? that's i'm so glad you touched on that because like that's a reality Mm. you know especially for like i'll say most people can't like afford to or maybe they can afford but their parents just don't want to do it to have their parents like finance them for like five years to get like started so many of us will be like doing jobs on the side how do you feel about that um it's weird because I've worked since I was 16 when I was a lifeguard and I've not stopped working like until now. But for me, I don't really see, I've only worked part-time. I've never worked full-time, uh, but I've still done like, you know, some part-time hours. Like I have worked a few like 45 week hours, uh, 45 hour weeks and stuff consecutively. And it's not the worst thing in the world only because like, I like making friends who work. I like having an income. I like the routine of it, but I can imagine if you're doing that and then you're doing like photography or art and then you have to have like three hours sleep a night, edit all your photos. Like when it gets to that stage, it's not going to be the best time. I don't think. Oh yeah. Um, definitely. But, yeah. Especially time wise. Yeah, exactly. But I've made a lot of my friends through work and some of my best friends are through work. So my association with work isn't bad and I'm never in a job that I hate, Right. but that is a, um, that is like a luxury you know to be fair though um many people might relate to that though mm. because like i don't think um people are like um serving tables for a living yeah and no one did at that job but like as an end no, deal no. type of thing so maybe you'll you, maybe you'll also like the jobs because you meet people like like you yeah like yeah maybe. like a lot of my um friends that i have now at home from my lifeguarding job my friends from like the cafe that I work in here are my good friends and then at uni they're like pretty sound um but obviously that's really lucky and you sometimes might have to work in a job where you hate like I would rather poop myself every day for a year because I wouldn't want to work in like an office job you know but I might have to do that right. sometimes if it pays well just so I can like buy a next new lens or something um yeah, and it also might like might have something to do with like um, lower end, lower end. I hate that, but lower end jobs, mm, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, like for instance, if you're trying to live alone, like pay the yeah. bills, pay the rent, 
there may not be a lot of money yeah, exactly left, that's so true and at yeah, all. exactly um so yeah. I think many people like settle um, because i mean you can't really i mean you know people people love to tell us that we can do it but i don't think you really can i don't think you really can make like artistic work or any work mm. if you don't have money mm. yeah yeah period. exactly i think you can make a lot so like i think many people settle for like accountant jobs mm. or like i'll work for um housing and like yeah. <laughs> real estate yeah. so i can get like all them coins and like be yeah, good for sure um and also like i have a friend who's really 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 creative and we went to college together she got a distinction and her work was insane it was so good and um mm. now she works in like a call center and she doesn't like it and she works like nine to and then she works for half seven some days doing overtime but it pays so well and she's like i just need to move out she's like i need to move out like that's the most important thing to me so it does depend on your like priorities right. as well at the time like she wants to move out live with her boyfriend and then he's i think he's like going to the army so she's like i need to move out and then i can pursue my creative career but first i need to sort this right. out whereas maybe to like you or me our priority all the time is I need to create art. So depends what what right. page you're on at the time. From when I was 16 and I was being a lifeguard, we would do eight hour shifts from like half six to half two. Yeah, half six to half two or then half two to half 10. And that would be it. And then a lot of the people that worked there who were older than me had come from school and they came back for uni they graduated uni and then they were just working this like half six to half two shift and then um, they were talented people right. and then they'd just sit there and be like well i'm tired now like i'm gonna go to bed i don't have the motivation inside of me to do anything and it would just be the same thing every day so it's sad because working in a right. job that drains you does literally drain you and you don't feel motivated to do anything yeah people don't yeah. get that People don't get that. I had an artist come to, like, you know, one of those, like, guest lecturers yeah. we got yeah. at uni. One of them came, like, you couldn't really tell he, he was at a mm. stage where he could say that. Yes. You know, he was like, yeah, you know, don't be the one to go to the cafe, work there, and never do art again. And huh? I was like, do you think people do that um, yeah, as exactly. a choice? Like, do you, do you really think... Like, what yeah. is that about? Like, people, they, they, they yeah. forget. Yeah, they, they must. must forget. It must be something that you don't, like, you grow, know, do you lose that knowledge when you become successful that people do actually have to, like, grind and it's, your whole life can't just be art-based all the time? Like... Or, like, um, Grayson Perry, who I think, mm. once talked about his art journey and they were like, how did you do it? And he was like, yeah, I don't think anyone could do it now. Basically... Um, couch surfed all mm, my friends' yeah. houses and I didn't pay bills. And I was like, okay, but tell me about yeah, it. Yeah. Help, help, help yeah, the bro out. How can I learn? Um, yeah. Um, and I would feel also bad couch surfing my mates, like using their showers. Do you know what I mean? Taking yeah. space. I would want to pay them. Um, it seems only fair. Yeah, exactly. Especially because that's going to create... Tension. Um, like tension yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, tension we're fluent in french as well but just so you guys know if anyone's out there listening and wants to hire us we can both speak french Dutch. um english i mean yeah. barely yeah. um french fluently <laughs> and portuguese yeah. you know here in you know you can say we've a few words to be fair. language and half the time no one knows what we're talking about that's fun and that's, that's a skill. skill so ceos um yeah. we're here for you but moving on <laughs> we digress um yeah um 
that thing you said also about um, moving to another country, I think um, many people think about that. Mm, um, yes. Also city-wise, because, um, you know, we have this, there's this thing that we get drilled in our heads, which is like, oh, you want to, you know, make art, you need to be in London, yes. in New York, in whatever the place, you know, big places or like big countries. Yeah. Um and I think that's also a real pressure. Like, oh, no, I need mm. to move out. I cannot mm. stay in, you know, Kentucky. Kentucky. I mean, maybe in Kentucky. Why, why, why did but- you go <laughs> came from there. I did. <laughs> yeah, I did do business GCSE, if you know. Ooh. Ooh. So she's already one step yeah, ahead of us. Do you want to give us some, um, what did they what, tell business? you? Uh, when I was learning business, it was all about like the money matrix and cash cows and uh, cash flow forecasts. But it definitely is context without without a shadow of a doubt. Um, yes. Oh, damn. Uh, yeah, there's no doubt about it. I think you can get there with knowledge and being really good and being determined and, you know, being a hard, little hard egg. But at the same time, if you know Jeff Bezos, you know, you're sorted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you guys, you had it here first. Stop getting your CV yeah. out, grab a pint and get the CEO. You know, yeah, that's what you need to do. <laughs> you had it here first. And you will literally be sorted. Like, Has, has any of the Kardashians friends ever been poor no exactly no. there you have there it you have it i remember like when i when i worked on this gallery um yep. during the summer like i went there for contact as well because i was sort of self-aware i was like yeah this is mm-hmm. how it's gonna work but like it sort of feels yeah, bad because like yeah you get like genuine um interactions like yeah these people are nice if they're nice mm. if they're not fuck them <laughs> But um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've literally been working since I was, you know, like I said, a child, a teen. Um, one of my friends' dad is a professor in a university, and over summer she wrote a report for him, and she got like five hundred pounds. And that is Damn. the epitome of knowing people. She knew her own dad, you know. Um, so that worked yeah. for her, and I was like, you know, scrubbing tables and cleaning up children's. You know, spilt milk on the floor of the cafe and she was just like oh writing my. a report plates and like cleaning toilets kind of thing um and like had i had no had my dad been a professor maybe i would have got you know 500 pounds but yes you, you can't look at things like that because it's not like yeah it fucks you up like, if you do doing this if any comparison is bad you just gotta like encourage and like just do your own thing your own thing like imagine you're trying to get all the contacts, mm. you know, you go to the, um, you know, you meet Anne Leibovitz yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, imagine. If you already met Anne Leibovitz, you're already good, actually. Yeah. Let me get another example <laughs> Unless you out. just bump into her in um, her Mackey's. <laughs> and then you get the pint. And then you get the pint. Exactly. It can happen that naturally. Um, and, yeah, I think you have to, like, trust. Trust the process. But, like... You know, uh, yeah. even if the contact is, it depends if you're putting your own, like if it gets so to a point where, you know, your mental, physical well-being is, you know, hanging on a little piece of dental floss, maybe the time is to not <laughs> continue. But say I met, yeah. I don't know, who do I like? Uh, there's this tw- uh, photographer on Twitter called Vulandes, who's really sick. This film photographer, and he's like Twitter, 
he just basically used Twitter as a platform. Anyway, and I've met him and I was like, oh my Lord, I hate him. He eats with his mouth open and he farts like whilst that, I don't know, like really, I don't know if I hated him. I think I could probably, you know, deal with that if it meant that I could get like the credit and the, I could learn from him. However, what if like you're gay? Someone comes in, but what if you're super gay? conservative, and they're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the curveball. What if you're gay? They um, were like, had a Blue Lives Matter flag, and they were like parading it around. Ugh. It was like a sticker on the car. Would that be too much? Potentially. Potentially. It's yeah, weird. Right. It's weird. But will we ever be in that situation? We'll find out on next week's episode. Yeah. If you like this podcast, if you appreciate it, support us however you want. You know, I'll tag Flo whenever I post yep. this. Flo Crook again. Flo Louise Crook Check by Florence Crook. Check my Insta, Crooked. my RT1 on Flo Louise. Um, clap for me. Okay. You don't want people that actually have a plan. It's oh gonna God. Be, it's Are you going to sing? Are you still there? Yeah. Okay, lol. Uh, um, <laughs> my friend, you just went quiet and I was like, this is unlike you. 